Hey, welcome to episode number one of the No Guts, No Glory podcast. I'm here with Allison and Courtney. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so let's just get this out of the way immediately that none of us have ever done this before. So we have no idea what we're doing, but hopefully we can get this to work. Hopefully so, we entertain you. <laughs> yes. That's, I mean, really, what else is there? <laughs> so eventually this podcast might be whittled down to just Allison and Courtney. I'm just here to kind of get them started with some easy getting to know you questions. And then as we move on through their journey, I guess we could call it, then we can see if I back out or not. But I might just be so entertaining that you guys want me to stay around. Yeah, <laughs> right? You're bringing the right? jokes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yeah. what are we here for today? Let's start with Courtney. Do you want some getting to know you questions, Courtney? Absolutely. Only okay, the Courtney. Best. Yes. Courtney, how old are you? I am 34, which I've been telling people for like six years that I'm 34. So this year I'm actually 34. If you ask me again next year, I will be 34 again. Nice. <laughs> and where are you from? I am from New York right now. I'm living in Austin, Texas, taco capital of the world and enjoying it very much. Nice. And what do you do for a living down there in Austin, Texas? Technology. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like become one of these tech cities, um, but work in technology and marketing. So kind of fun. I always think of you as like the Chandler Bing of our friend group where no one's exactly <laughs> sure what you do, but we all just like, oh, right, right. Yes. Courtney. <laughs> down there in Austin, I'm yes. pretty sure that everybody that I work with is like, yeah, we just think that everything is your job. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I used to do this and now I kind of do this. And But now we're specifically, I'm going to call it marketing and maybe that means I actually get to do marketing. So <laughs> we'll, we'll try it. Awesome. Okay. So I, I know you and Rob like to travel a lot. Yeah. What is one place that you would like to travel to? Ooh, that is a good question. Okay. So I forever have wanted to go see the Northern Lights um, so I feel like Iceland is maybe where people say you have to go. Um, but also down for like Alaska and anywhere. I don't know. Nice. I feel like that's a trip. You guys down think, to come. <laughs> I think you might've yeah, stolen one of Allison's answers because oh. she's always talking about how she wants to go there too. So Iceland is, let's it's go. It's just a group trip. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I guess okay. so. Uh, okay. Let me just ask a few more and then we're going to get down to the nitty gritty of what we're doing here. So what is your favorite TV show to watch? Ooh, uh, I mean, I could say Kim's Convenience. That's my husband's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, I think this is an oldie but goodie, but um, Parenthood is something I, I could literally just watch it like show. every single day. And I will cry. And the final episode will make me cry every time. So got to go with Parenthood. Great answer. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And since since we're here for the no guts no glory the the bariatric yeah. journey you guys are going to go through, here's the best question you're going to get asked today: <laughs> What is the best meal you've ever had? What would you like to eat again in two years? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> we went to New Orleans one time and we ate at Muriel's down by the uh, Gulf, and we had redfish for the first time ever, cream puffs. Um, literally everything that the server wanted to, to like sell on a song, but it was 
truly like I think like one of the just the freshest most best meals I've ever had and I've always wanted to go back to New Orleans and just definitely eat through this city yes. <laughs> so fish you know that's a great option for the future yes. yeah <laughs> Maybe just like the tiniest little bit of fish. <laughs> I'm stuffed. Get this out of here. I can be like, Allison and I will share one fish. Thank you. <laughs> and for the cream puff, if you could give us like a teaspoon. <laughs> you say we're going to share. We'll share for the next month. Thank you for an entire meal from you yes. know, the entire month of whatever. If you think about it, maybe you guys could switch from redfish to one single goldfish to share. <laughs> True. Okay, so Courtney, it's great to get to know you. Let's ask Allison the same questions. And then again, we'll kind of get started. It's like We're not here just to ask these kind of questions you ask to people you don't really know very well, but we have a point of being here. So Allison, how old are you? I'm 41. Yeah. Very Do you exciting. tell people that you're 41 for the past six years? Or are <laughs> no, you really no. Yes, I'm really 41. And I just started telling them that when I actually turned it. So, okay. Yeah. And where mm-hmm. are you from? I live in a little town in Pennsylvania. Nice. And what do you do for a living? I'm a photographer. So I take pictures of events and editorial and those types of things. That's great. Do you have an awesome husband? (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) I do have an awesome husband. That would be you. Yeah, it's really funny and like really humble. The most humble guy I know. (laughs) What is one place you'd like to travel to with that humble husband of yours? Montana. I've been saying it for forever. I mean, I do have, um, you know, Iceland on the list as well, but I definitely want to get to Montana. Someday. It's in the winter. Yeah. Yes. And what yeah. is your favorite TV show? That's a great question. I was I have so many. Like I could say Gilmore Girls, I could say Parenthood, I could say Friends, but I think right now, just because I'm super into it, it's Dexter. Mm-hmm. I've rewatched the original Dexter, except for that terrible last season so many times, and now I'm really <laughs> excited that they're rebooting. So and it has nothing to do with the fact that you have a crush on Michael C. Hall, correct? Oh correct. The show Absolutely. Itself? Nothing to do about that point where he pulls the t-shirt over his head and then he looks at the camera and he looks like dreamy. Yeah, nothing to do with that. <laughs> no rewind. <laughs> Zero You're lucky your husband's so humble or he might come in the other room. <laughs> so, okay, one more question for you. What is the best meal you've ever had? So I'm going to go with Courtney. It's New Orleans. Um, I had these oysters that I have dreamed about. We've been there twice. We've had them twice. I think we went multiple times to have them like during the same trip because we're both like this is the best it was like garlicky and buttery and um oystery i don't know if that's a word but I just and gold oysters are bigger so it's yes. like you feel like if you're gonna pay that much money you get more <laughs> i know now i'm gonna be like can i have one of your finest oysters please <laughs> and that's and gonna be good to work <laughs> yeah but um yeah i think that would be um any of the meals i think we had because i remember going to emeralds and having a great time and great meal there too but yeah, and cool. the place that you're talking about is what the acme oyster house is that what it's called yes acme oyster house in the little corner yes. and i remember like we waited there was like a line so i'll wait for hours if that's what has to happen but <laughs> all right guys 2024 yeah <laughs> montana iceland <laughs> and <Perfect>. new orleans <laughs> yeah, montana and iceland are like right next to each other right yeah absolutely <laughs> just yeah <laughs> 
Okay, I, enough getting to know you. I, I don't care to know either of you any better than that. So let's get to the whole nitty gritty of what we're doing here. So we've been friends for a while and we always joke that we should have a podcast, but we never really knew what we should talk about, you know, because not everyone just wants to sit and listen to us <laughs> gab about the things we go through in life on a daily basis. So now we have a reason to have one. So why don't we start with yeah. Courtney? Um. First of all, Courtney, and I can see this just by looking at you. You can't see us right now, but we can see each other. <laughs> Courtney's lost weight. And yeah. the whole point of this is that they're both going to go through some bariatric um, surgery, different surgery for each of them. But Courtney, you look great already and you haven't had it yet. So how many pounds have you lost already? So far. So <laughs> I had my pre-op appointment yesterday. And he weighed me, and, or well, his nurse weighed me, and he was like, oh my God, you lost 24 pounds, congratulations. And I was like, no, get it correct. Without my jeans and naked, I lost 27 pounds, thank you. You shouldn't have even said that. You should have just taken your clothes off. And like, wait a <laughs> Like, just in the middle of all of the nurses, but like, no, try again. <laughs> I do not claim these jeans. Um, so 27 pounds so far, but... Oh God, I'll tell you guys, honestly, I'm so freaking relieved to get the surgery because the only way that I have lost 27 pounds is by only eating protein and broth. <laughs> it's like, you wow, know, wow. it's not healthy. So <laughs> I feel like, great, you know, let's shrink my liver. Let's make it so somebody can get in there and do what they got to do, but not sustainable, you know? I'm not going to do that forever. So yeah, that's, that's some diet. <laughs> like um, so hold, we days. should, we should get this out there because yeah. we never really talked about it. Today is December 10th. Who knows when this will actually be published. So <laughs> let's talk about that. Today's the 10th. It's Friday. And Courtney, just like three days ago is when you found out what your surgery date is. And it is. Yeah. It's December 27th. It's so soon. The first phone call was Allison. I called Allison <laughs> like crying. <laughs> yeah. So excited. I was like, wait, I got my date. Um, my insurance hasn't approved it yet, guys. So <laughs> you know, this is all like insurance approving a contingent. Um, the surgery that I'm getting is, uh, I guess I'll say it, it's the duodenal switch surgery. There's so many more words and like technicalities, but basically my doctor has called it the Cadillac. Um, it's like we do a sleeve portion. So we make your stomach smaller and you feel fuller, but we're also going to reroute. And um, they, it's kind of like the second part it is a bypass, but they go a little bit further. Um, so it is smaller stomach, but also malabsorption. You have to be super like I, there's a certain BMI that you have to meet for it. Um, I want to say 50 maybe, but it's high. Uh, again, yeah, don't take my word for this. You know, it's, <laughs> it's what it is. We'll have a nice little disclaimer at the beginning of this, but yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's definitely a higher BMI surgery. And it's also just if you're having a lot of trouble with hormonal weight gain, um, which I am. <laughs> So I'm going to get that one done. And he said that one of the things that kind of sucks, I guess, is that because it's newer, aka in the past five years in the medical industry, it's not necessarily improved by all insurances. So he said, if we can't do that one, he's going to try to go ahead and get the bypass approved or I get to pay cash money. So, <laughs> you know, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we know what goals. that's like. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so you don't have to get that. too deep into this, Courtney, because yeah. I'm sure we'll get into this in other episodes as we go along and start our billion-dollar uh, empire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what made you decide that you want to go ahead and get this? And especially, why so soon this year do you want to get it? Yeah, so... Um, your wife, <laughs> mm-hmm. my dear friend, Allison times three. So I think, um, I was telling her this today and I was like, look, I have to tell you first. So I don't just full on sob on the podcast, <laughs> but, um, uh, so I, like Allison is going to share her journey with weight loss, right. And why she has decided to get surgery. But I think one of the things when she told me that she needed to get it, I was like, I mean, look at me. I need to get into like, this is obviously something that is such a good option and I am just not taking it. And it felt like a really good way to be able to support her and do something good for myself. And I was like, let's do it. And then you guys like kept talking about it. And I was like, oh wait, this is serious. We're really going to do this. <laughs> Crap, I said it. Now I have to go through with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Oh, God, that's real. So then at that point, uh, it was like, I am watching one of my best friends go through hell to get this surgery, right? And do something that is going to be life-saving for her. And I am like just throwing away my life in fear because I'm too scared to go to the doctor because I'm fat. And I'm too scared to like be shamed and get yelled at or like, Anything that, you know, you you just get so much in your mind. And I know that anybody that listens to this and that has found this probably has felt the same way. But um, you definitely, you talk it up in your mind for a long time. So it was the point of just being like, I am not going to waste my life with um, not getting this. Like I have the opportunity and I'm going to do it. Um, so that, and then you guys were like coming to visit us and it was just like, okay, how am I going to get up the stairs? How am I going to do this? Like, how are we going to walk this block? And it was like a conversation with Rob of like, pick us up here, drop us up here, do this. Like, and then I, in the meantime, I'm like gasping for breath. Right. And I'm trying to like play it off. Like it's pain, but we all know it's not pain. I'm literally, I'm just not okay. And Yeah, you and Rob went to get the car at one point and Allison was just like sitting there and she like put her hand on my leg and she was like, I am worried about you. And dude, (laughs) that hit me in the gut. Like, no gut, no glory. (laughs) But it truly, it hit me in the gut and I was like, holy fuck, I am letting myself kill myself (laughs) because I am just afraid to go to the doctor. And that's insane. Like I am looking at one of the strongest people I know and she has never let being afraid of going to the doctor influence her and like get going. So literally when you guys left, I made a surgeon's appointment and I went in and I was like, I haven't been to the doctor in 10 years. I don't know what to do. I need help. And here I am. Um, so yeah, long That's awesome. Us. And can I just kind of say, and I'm sure you both can Absolutely. agree with me, that like the fact that 
Courtney doesn't want to go to the doctor because he's going to yell at her for being overweight <laughs> is not a thing that should happen this day and age. And it happens. I feel like so there's insane. millions of people with the exact same issue that you had. I have literally gone to the doctor before and had, I've had a doctor be like, you need to stop just eating cake. And I was like, what? What do you mean stop eating cake? Like, dude, I wish I was eating like sheet cakes. Are you kidding me? Like, this is what I look like if I decide to have a burger and fries and like, forget if I have a glass of wine, that's a whole different problem. Um, but yeah, so I agree. Total shit. Like, Doctors, if you if you're listening, you're a doctor. You know bedside. <laughs> yes, and for other people that could be listening right now, that probably are going through the same type of thing. They don't want to go to the doctor. Find a doctor that's not an asshole because there are some out there. Yeah. Drive to a city. I feel so. We, I mean, a little bit of background. We used to live by Allison and Jeff, and um, I didn't go to the doctor when I lived there. <laughs> I'm from a really small town in upstate New York, but uh, for the first time, like moving here to Austin, I have access to some pretty incredible medical care. And the difference is just like, I have been treated like a human every office that I've gone to and I have like 20 medical appointments. So it was, it's a like, that's a lot of people that have a chance to kind of <laughs> dishearten my view a little bit. And they've all been pretty great. And one thing that Al that Allison and I have figured out with her health issues is anybody listening, don't go to your local hospital and just think, oh, they're going to help me and I'm going to be great after this. Th wherever you are, there's a big city near you and that's probably where you need to go to get the best hospital service that you can. Allison, yes? Yeah. And, but I also, you know, I definitely think that's a huge thing. Like you can't, sometimes you're just, you get so overwhelmed in a diagnosis or a concern and you're like, I'm just going to do whatever easiest because it's already super hard for me to get up and go to the doctor in the first place. So it, you know, it's like this whole thing. Do I really want to go out of my way? Do I want to drive this far? Do I want to get on a plane to go see this particular doctor? But it's like, at the end of the day, it's your life and it's your comfort and it's like trusting your doctor. So I think it's really important. Um, and you ended up finding people that you like love. This guy. You like, love your general physician. He, so yeah. It's so funny. At the end of the appointment, he's like, I'm so stoked that you've lost this weight. He's like, you're going to kill this surgery. And I was like, can I just tell you that the fact that you sat down with me and listened to me and like didn't interrupt me <laughs> and answered every question mm -hmm. I had and every question that my husband had. And then you made me a step-by-step -step checklist of where to start. Like it's been two months and 19 doctor's appointments, but this man truly gave me like a do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And then challenged me <laughs> to lose weight. He was like, the next time I want to see you. So I was like, well, I mean, I'll be honest. I walked out of his office the first week and I ate total crap. <laughs> but then I was like, no, I can't like, I can't let this person down, you know? So I, he is, he's like investing in me and I need to give that back. So <laughs> like three weeks ago, I was like, all right, get on it. Let's go. <laughs> we can do it. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. And I know you guys. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I said, we are going to get into more in detail of this next thing I'm going to ask you, Courtney, yeah. but, uh, you had a lot of, even though you kind of went from zero to a hundred miles per hour in setting up this, uh, surgery, 
there was so many hoops you had to jump through, right? Like you had to do one thing before you could do another thing. And then before you could do another thing, and like the fact that you have a date on the calendar for this year, like 17 days from now, is like a miracle considering every time you would call us and talk to us about like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I have to do this and this and this before I can even talk to my surgeon or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, you just, just really quick, not, not in a detail, but just, there was a lot of hoops to jump through, correct? So many. And honestly, the girl called me like two days before they gave me a date and she was like, listen, if you want to get in before the end of the year and not owe your deductible again, got to make you an appointment. And I was like, do it. So I mean, we're full, full steam ahead without approval. Um, but yeah, it is. <laughs> it's been fast. Did you end up asking how much it would cost? Did you ask how much it would cost if you had to pay for it out of pocket? She, quote, didn't know, quote. So I get to call a different office on okay. Monday and ask them what it would cost and where my insurance is. So okay, that'll be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think what was so inspiring for, for me to watch you, you were like, okay, so we're doing this. I think you probably, <laughs> I remember telling you that they told me I had to have it and you were like, oh, I'll I could do that too. And I was like, wait, what? We could do it together. That would be amazing. But I'm like, really? And then you just nailed everything you needed to get done. You were like, here's my checklist that I have. And I just had to, and it wasn't easy. And especially for somebody who had like not gone to the doctor in like a decade. Yeah. You just like went through all of that. And I think that was so inspiring just to be like, she's going after it. She's feeling like her doctors are invested in her, but she's also invested in herself. Like I was so proud of you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So you're doing great. Thanks. Yeah. I... But I don't want to jump into this. I don't want to take a Oh, no. It's, it's pretty much your turn it now. Is your turn. We're uh, <laughs> a good 20 minutes into the episode. We haven't really gotten to you yet. The little mix. <laughs> She's like, just. So, okay. Yeah. We're yeah. going to get into. I think Courtney actually is more of an expert on this than either of us about what the difference mm -hmm. between the two surgeries are. Because I, I gave her like pretty much homework. Like, Courtney, what is the difference? And then she's like, uh, let me look that up. So Let me give you a diagram. That I <laughs> exactly. Designed. Let's just get started with Allison into the fact that you're getting this surgery for a slightly different reason. And let's kind of just get into it. Yeah. So I'm getting just a sleeve surgery, which I know from Courtney's diagram is basically like they just kind of cut out like a portion of your stomach and make it smaller. And that's pretty much the extent of my knowledge. I have to be completely honest. I've sort of not gotten into the headspace. I've done all the things that I need to do, but I'm not like, haven't invested in like figuring out what they're actually doing to my body. I haven't gotten there yet. I will. I'm just not there. Um, so in July, you know, I hadn't, I've been, ha I had like sort of a rough year where I wasn't feeling great. I um, have a defibrillator and it was constantly going off to my doctor's office, like cardiologist saying, you know, giving alerts, like there's something wrong, there's something wrong. And my doc, my terrible cardiologist, this is like my, Hey, you should definitely go to a doctor you love <laughs> was constantly like, you're fine. You feel okay. Do you have water weight in your ankles? And I'm already bigger. So I was like, I don't think so, but I had no idea that you could like put on water weight in your stomach. That was just a thing I did not realize. Um, which is funny that I didn't know that, but whatever. Um, and so anyway, it turns out that I was in, I've been in heart failure since the beginning of this year. I have um, a genetic heart disease that I was born with um, that my mom actually died of like a few months after myself being diagnosed. Um, 
and also with that, like I used to be super active. I used to be in basketball. I used to play. I was a twin tower, which is terrible. <laughs> but like that, I was very oh, proud. You've never mentioned that before. I've never heard this I story. Know. I was an all-star. I was Any, on the all-star Anytime team. I'm watching basketball, she comes in and go, hey, did I ever tell you that I was a twin tower back when I was in elementary school? It's like, oh, no, yep. you didn't. Please tell me all I about is, it. I was the highest scorer in, 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 uh, in school. Um, on the team, I was on the all-star team. I was super proud. I loved being competitive. I used to love, um, gym class was like my, one of my favorite classes. And so like, you know, one day I just sort of passed out in the middle of gym class and then suddenly I had this diagnosis. So anyway, that came with no more gym, no more working out, no more, um, cardio. And then on top of that, then I also had a brain tumor that, um, totally took up my pituitary gland. And if you know anything about the pituitary gland, it handles your thyroid and your adrenals and it just sort of shuts everything down. And then because of that, I had to have a full hysterectomy. So my body makes no actual hormones and I'm on so many hormone replacements. Um, and so here I am like not making, I'm basically 41, but I'm like an 83 year old with a defibrillator <laughs> and no, and full menopause. <laughs> so picture me to the two people that are listening as like a, a 40 year old who is also 83. Um, okay. So in July, I uh, went to just a doctor's appointment and I remember Jeff was like, Hey, do you like, and I found a new card. I found the cardiologist that I loved that I had originally left where I was being seen and hadn't really seen anyone because of COVID. I found him again. And I was like, I'm going to go see him. Um, Jeff's like, do you want me to come? with you always like, but I am sort of like, I do have that absolute fear and embarrassment as well. And I just hate being, um, uh, needy. So I was like, no, I got this. So I drove my hour and a half appointment by myself. And then when I was done, Jeff was like, how'd it go? Like, yeah, they said I need a heart transplant. And he was like, I remember you were like, wait, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, do you remember that? Yeah, Jeff? like I was expecting like, oh, he uh, wants to raise my meds by a milligram. <laughs> and instead you come home like, oh, yeah, so they're telling me I need a heart transplant. And I was like, oh, okay, well, great. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so that was, continue. Yeah, so that was still- and, and you're very needy. So let's just get that out there as well. <laughs> you don't want to be needy. Since when? We've been, we've been married for almost 16 years. I've never heard this before. Um, no, so, uh, so, and the, but I, so I need, I need a heart transplant. I'm in like level C heart failure, but I don't qualify because of my weight. Um, I have like a hundred pounds that I've got to get off and I've tried really hard. I did keto for a year. You lost um, so much weight this year too. I did. I lost 50 pounds, but I kind of just got stuck. Um, kind of hit a wall. Uh, and I like went through that like first year and I didn't cheat at all. Like even on the holidays or my kid's birthday or even his graduation, like I just didn't. And then, so then I got that news and they were like, you're going to need gastric bypass. And you're like, okay. Like I never really thought about it. I mean, my weight has always been a thing. And I guess like it's been brought up occasionally, but never on like a real level. Um, and now it's sort of like, oh, Hey, if you don't get this, you're going to die. <laughs> so, um, and then I had, it was just further like confirmed because then I had another heart test and I remember waking up out of the anesthesia and they were like, 
yeah, has anyone told you you need a new heart? And I was like, yeah, I've heard that before. Um, and I can't explain like what that feels like to hear. Cause I still sort of like, I'm a little numb to it. Like it just, you kind of get bad news and you sort of like sit with it and I can get really like really needy and really like just overwhelmed and Jeff will usually talk me down off my ledge. But, um, it's kind of, I mean, I don't know. It's just tough to think that like, that's just what I have to do. So, but then, then you get to a point where you're like, okay, well I have no choices either. Like my insurance doesn't cover this surgery and, um, you know, I'm paying for it out of pocket. Uh, and we, you know, had a quick conversation, like, do we want to try to like fight, you know, the insurance company on that? And they're like, well, you could, but you would be dead because it would take six months for them just to give you a no. So you're like, all right. So my surgery is in February. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I'm not as super thrilled. I've probably been through, I've had open heart. I've had two brain surgeries, I've had the hysterectomy. And I'm just sort of like trying to wrap my head about being forced into this one. And I know that's kind of a terrible way, but if we're going to be honest, that's where I'm at. But I know that like, you know, it's so nice to have Courtney doing this too. And it's just nice. And Jeff has been super um, supportive in the way that he would be researching way more than me. Cause I'm just sort of in like a deny, 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 keep yourself busy with everything else. And you'll eventually get there and you'll just do it because you didn't think about it. And that's sort of where I am. Did I answer your question? Because I feel like I sort of went off. Yes, but let's also talk about what the doctor said, which is on the good news here is he believes that once you had this and your heart's not working as hard because you're lighter. The good doctor, the one that we like, right? The good doctor, the one we like, yes. Yes. Yes that he thinks that it'll give you a lot of extra time before you even need to yeah. consider being put on the heart transplant list. Yes. Let's right. Talk about yeah. That yeah. So he was definitely like, listen, you were diagnosed at 13. So you're going to need a heart transplant in your lifetime, but a heart transplant is normally, and there definitely are rules, you know, exceptions to this rule are usually going to last 10 years. So we, you know, we're going to, the first step is going to get you to even qualify for it. And, and then your body's not going to be working as hard and you will have, a, you know, hopefully an easier time where we could buy you five years, 10 years down the road. So it's not just like, it's not something that I'm going to lose the hundred pounds in the year or two years that it takes and then immediately have to be on the list. So hopefully it's going to be, um, you know, successful where I feel great after the weight loss and there'll be new medications, new medications are always coming out. Um, and it can be managed and it'll buy me some time for that heart transplant because a heart transplant at like 42 sounds kind of terrible. Um, you know, so if we could buy myself some time, that'd be great. Is that the answer you wanted? No, I, I <laughs> yes. like just listening to you too, you know, Alex, it's such a, like your doctor makes such a difference because your outlook on this surgery and your diagnosis and everything like, and Jeff, I'm sure you know this more than me, but it's just so different hearing like, well, <laughs> you need a heart transplant. Oh, well, there's really nothing we can do. You know, like what an innate, oh God, I, I could honestly like eye gouge that guy. And then versus the other guy who's like, you know what, this is really good. Like we're going to do this. I think it's a good thing for you. It's a way better outlook. So, I mean, just, I, I, 
Gosh. Do- a good doctor yeah. is somebody that will truly listen to Makes you. Makes all the difference. Yeah. Which is how I chose the surgeon because he, my cardiologist recommended him and they'll be right there in the same hospital because nice. I have to not go under normal yeah. anesthesia. I have to have cardiac anesthesia. Um, because just to throw a little wrench into it, in October, I like went into ventral um, tachycardia, ventral fibula, yeah, and VT, and um, almost died, but my device saved me. So, you know, you're like, and I'm a really like also for people who don't know me, I'm like a pretty normal look. You wouldn't think that all of these things happened. I don't think. No, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, so um, I have a very normal life beyond all of this. And I try really hard not to make it the focus. I mean, I think Jeff gets the brunt of all of my anxiety and insecurity about it. But like, I try not to make it who my personality um, to everyone else. Jeff just has to, <laughs> he gets all the ugliness of it. But um, I would like to tell you. Yeah, you. but <laughs> good job. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, like, so, you know, I know I'm like, it's in February. I don't know if we said my date. I think it's February 24th. Um, so I'm sort of like, you know, I, and I'll constantly say to Jeff, like, oh, I'm never going to be like eating again. It's, it's a really interesting. I think Courtney, you sent me that Instagram of that guy that was like, you have to relearn how your relationship oh with gosh, food. We've yeah. had this like, and it's, I can't even, you know, like I just, so it's just interesting and it's going to be um, tough, but it's going to be really nice that we're doing this together. And I'm hoping like, you know, being able to encourage other people. I think that's why we wanted to do this. Yeah, there is nothing general was just here. Like, like <laughs> I mean, I feel it right. There's like Facebook groups and I could go through and search, but I'm going to be so honest. Some of them are just really toxic. Like I deleted Facebook, but sometimes I'll go on my husband's just to be like, I need this. What can I search? And some of the comments in some of these groups, I was like, oh, it's it's almost like a weight loss competition, right? And people are like, get pouch resets and like all of these different things. And I'm like, okay, well, I am literally like about to go to my pre-op appointment. Like, let's start there. So just oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, put more out there that can help. Or like a, <laughs> right, something positive. I remember when I was first diagnosed prior to having the brain surgery, Jeff was like, I joined a Facebook group about pituitary adenomas. And then like an hour later, everyone's miserable here. I de-joined the group. I left a Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I left that Facebook group. I can't read it anymore. Oh, and I think that like, just be, we can be absolutely honest about what people are going to expect yeah. and share our insecurities about it, but also be like, you know, I think it's a really good positive way to, like you know move forward in our lives but yeah do you remember that jeff you were like i stopped right (laughs) and and unlike allison who refuses to acknowledge that any of this is even happening let me give you (laughs) since since we only have because we only have one episode to listen to so far you can't anybody listening can't just count on us especially you two (laughs) to kind of guide them along yet right you just started yourself but here are two podcasts that i have found over the last month that are worth listening to one is called The Bariatric Grind. It's two women. They live um, in New Zealand. Ooh. So like a lot of the stuff that they're talking about, like their insurance and stuff, has <sighs> nothing to do with what we yeah. have in the United States. But what they're going through is exactly the same as what you guys are going to be going through. Awesome. And that's called The Bariatric Grind. And really just their voices are so nice with that accent that like they could read the phone book and I'd probably listen to them. I, I've 
take my dogs for a walk. So that's a good one to listen to. Um, I listened to about six of them just today. Nice. So they're entertaining. And the other one, the first one that I listened to is called My Gastric Sleeve. And I'm looking it up right now. The uh, It's about one guy who lost like a shit ton of weight. I think he was something like 410 pounds. And then yeah. now it's exactly his one year anniversary and he's down to 243 or something like that. So just, it's insane. Wow. I just want to see what his name is. I follow him on Instagram now. I think his name's like Nima Karazi. And he's a funny guy and very honest about what's going on. So if you want something else to listen to, there's two. My Gastric Sleeve and The Bariatric Grind. So That's there you go. You learn something new every day. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Allison, you're going to listen to those two at some point in your life? <laughs> February 23rd. <laughs> okay, that was um, perfect. Exactly when I, will start. <laughs> I will binge listen. <laughs> To all of those things. Okay, so let's talk about one more thing before we take off because it's already been almost 40 minutes, which is awesome. You know, hey, we didn't know if this would take, you know, five minutes or an hour. So I think we're like at a pretty good pace. I mean, good to um, know that we can talk a lot. Yes. Well, I think yeah. we all knew that already. But, um, Allison, one thing we've been talking about the last couple of days, especially, is besides your thing like, oh, I'm never going to be able to eat again, which is absolutely not true. It just takes a process. But we were talking about the pre-surgery diet, and I believe you both have different pre-surgery diets. The two girls on the podcast I was listening to today also had two pre-surgery diets. Like they were so far off. Like one of them had to be on a liquid diet for like four weeks, which is to me, that's insane. Uh, I think yours are different. So just tell us a little bit about what you've seen for your pre-surgery diets and what you're looking at doing. Yeah, Allison, you want to jump in? Yeah, Courtney, yours is like 17 days from now, so maybe we should start. (laughs) Yeah, mine is on Monday. We have a shopping list. (laughs) It's absurd. So one of the things that um, I, and I love this, like the surgery center that I'm working with, they made everybody attend a bariatric nutrition class, which I was super happy about because um, like, honestly, I just you hear horror stories, right? People are like, I can't eat this. I can't eat this. And then I, I mean, I ate Thanksgiving with a girl who truly just, she had had a sleep surgery. She had a little bit, like a tiny little scoop of everything. So I think there's just so many different things that you can do. And this guy, my God, like (laughs) he literally, we have, I have this packet and it's just like on this day, eat this, on this day, eat this. And it's perfect, but it looks so different than Allison's and what she got. And um, so I think mine is like all diet. It's focused on like me. It's it's so interestingly enough, it is very similar to the keto diet, except for you take fat out. So it's all very low carb, no sugar added. I'm having like meats each day, vegetables, uh, yogurt with um, just like protein, Greek yogurt. Uh, and then the day before my surgery, I do clear liquids. Um, and then the day of my surgery, which we're thinking the time is going to be about 3 PM. I have nothing to eat or drink. Um, so he, I, I almost worry like is that too much food? <laughs> Will my liver not shrink enough? Because I know other people and Allison, like you'll share this, but 
whose pre-surgery diets is like, have these protein shakes. So I'm like, am I doing too much by eating food? And then I like my pre-op with the doctor yesterday, I asked him and like, they have a a paper with a medical reason. (laughs) It's basically like, you know, reducing or not having the carbs, like gets rid of excess stuff that will help shrink your liver. And, um, but I looked at him and I was like, well, what's the difference? And he's like, look, everybody can do every surgeon and every nutritionist can recommend their own diet. He's like, we're just recommending ours. And uh, he's like, if you follow it, you'll be fine. And I was like, oh yeah, somebody who has a nutrition degree actually like worked with my surgeon who does surgery and they came up with this and they probably know what they're doing and it's probably been successful before. So I'm going to follow it to a T. Um, but it definitely looks a little bit different. Allison, do you want to share what yours you know, looks like? This thing is really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think that's really great that he kind of gave you a day by day. Like you're saying that like he says day one, this is breakfast, this is lunch, this yeah. is dinner. It's yeah. I mean, that's amazing. It's so amazing. And it even like breaks out and even post-op, right? Like I have this sheet that is like, post-op, you're going to eat these kinds of things, um, like clear, and I'm sure we'll talk about this more in the future too, but it's like clear liquid and you're going to do this. And, um, these are the vitamins you'll be able to tolerate. And then on the second day, you're able to do like the second end of the week, you'll be able to eat these foods and you'll be able to do this. And like, you know, you're still probably going to be crushing pills because your stomach doesn't want to fall, like swallow an entire fish oil. (laughs) But, um, it's, it takes the thought out of it for me, which I mean, post-surgery, I can imagine not going to be like ready to run laps around anything. So, um, that's optimistic. I'm going to hurt. It's going to (laughs) hurt. But, um, I I don't know. I'm just so glad that it takes the thought out of it. And yeah, Yeah. no, that's kind of great. And cause I'm assuming it has like a specific calorie count that you have to stay within. I don't know. Actually, it doesn't, does it like tell you ounces like, or does it, it does say ounces. So like for the meats, it'll be like four ounces of this or two ounces of this, but it doesn't have any, um, it doesn't say calories. It doesn't say the amount of protein. It doesn't have any nutritional information, which also kind of like freaked me out a little bit. And then the first thing I read was like eggs with cheese. And I'm like, Oh no, we said we're avoiding fat. What do you mean? Cheese. And then it was like, Nope, it's fine. Cheese is protein. It's another way to get protein. Like just trust. I I know that's the thing you got to, I mean, I feel like for me personally, I'm like, I'm like, this surgery is not even going to work. Like I keep saying that to Jeff and he's like, are you like, what's wrong with you? You know, but I think, but I, you know, I've been on the cycle of like, I'll lose X amount of weight and then I'll put that weight back on. And, you know, I get to a certain point and I just can't lose anymore. And it's just like really frustrating. I think the last time I was under 200 pounds was, before I had my kids. You, okay. Your kind of daily menu is not at all clear right now. And we definitely need to make some phone calls, but tell us how long you're supposed to be on this diet and what it is exactly that you're supposed to be eating. Sure. So I actually talked to them today because they called me just to confirm that my insurance was definitely not paying. <laughs> I already knew that, but they wanted to let me know again. Like before your call. I mean, just to make sure you yeah. know that you will be paying 20-something grand for you. <laughs> Right. I was like, I got it. I know. Um, so I've got seven days of um, any amount of non-sugary clear liquids. 
So they have listed as like water, beef or chicken broth, sugar-free water popsicles. Like what's a water popsicle? Isn't that interesting? Anyone know? Wait, did they put jello in there? A water Not popsicle yet. is also known as a Wait, it probably ice. is. It's probably like water with flavoring versus like a juice popsicle or like a creamy. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. Right. JK, I oh, joke. I would like to amend my answer. I think it's like not a smoothie popsicle. It's like just a frozen ice, maybe like flavored one. Like the cheap ones we had as kids yeah. where that were like blue. Yeah, but not even those because those probably have sugar in them. So think right. less sugar, tasty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, maybe freeze um, I can have... LaCroix. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can lick that because that's really delicious. But only for surgery because um, post-surgery, no bubbles. <laughs> Yeah, right. no bubbles. Okay. Um, decaf tea, depressing yeah, menu. De- <laughs> I know. Decaf tea, I can have. I can have calorie-free sweeteners like Spenda or Equal. I can have sugar-free Jello, which I've already started to power. Okay. Like, buy. Did you guys know that? All right. I just have to. I'm sorry. I have to tell you this. So I didn't understand why we can have Jello, right? Because it doesn't make sense. Everyone's right. like, you can't have solids. You can't have this. Jello counts as water because it has actual space in it for air to like break it up so it can go down your stomach smoother versus like having a pudding. It's so dense that it just like sits there. So that's why we can have jello. So I have to be I've never been a jello fan, but I feel like it's going to be my go-to. Yeah. Oh, me too. Um <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I can have three protein shakes a day and they have a list of recommended protein shakes. So I, we have started ordering lots of protein shakes so that I can taste yeah. test these said protein shakes. Um, and then I can have up to one to two cups of non-starchy vegetables with no dressing. Um, and here's a list of some of those delicious vegetables that I can have. <laughs> Rutabaga. <laughs> <laughs> I can have rutabaga. I can what have is a rutabaga. Uh, I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever seen one in real life. It's a root vegetable, and I absolutely hate rutabaga. Okay, I can't even think I've ever had that. Yeah, um, I can have broccoli, and I can have beets. I hate beets. I can have um, bamboo shoots. <laughs> I can have two cups of bamboo shoots in a day. Lucky me. I can have sugar snap peas. And I can have onions. Can you just see me walking around eating an onion? Like an apple. That might, yeah. <laughs> that might happen. Um, I can have a cucumber. I think I'll definitely be a cucumber person, but like I can't, I can't put anything on it. Um, carrots, cauliflower, celery, radishes. But, you know, so those types of things. And so basically Jeff is like, that's like 500 calories a day because he's like, approved protein shakes that we've been looking at are, you know, like 100 to 130 calories. Um, and so I call they, when they called to remind me that I have to pay for the surgery, I was like, Hey, I've got a couple questions for you. Um, this is seven days and it's going to be about 500, 600 calories. Is that like correct? Or am I missing something? Is there a back page I maybe didn't get that has like, you know, steak or chicken on it. And she was like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, uh, yep, that's correct. She's like, you'll be amazed. Your body doesn't need it. The first couple days are going to be killer. And then, um, you will get used to it. So, uh, yeah, that's my exciting thing. And then I, I really haven't paid much attention to afterwards, but I think it's again, like clear liquids until we can eat mush. Yeah. So we're just living the dream, <laughs> but yes, you know, <laughs> here for it yeah it's definitely it's one of those things i think where like 
I'm actually looking at the after menu way more excited than the pre-menu <laughs> because at least I can have jicama. Ooh. I didn't mention jicama. You can make some like air fried <laughs> like jicama. Well, it has to be raw or steamed. That's only, Just those are the two me. ways. Yeah, steamed or raw. <laughs> only acceptable uh, ways to eat the one to two cups of non-starchy vegetables. Yeah, I, I think it's so interesting, right? I don't, it's different. And then even like all these things are really broccoli and stuff. So like the girl that I ate Thanksgiving with afterwards, she was like, oh yeah, don't ever eat broccoli again after the surgery because your stomach will just hurt. And then other people are like, no, I have no problem with broccoli. So I feel like. Yeah. I know we're going to get there. I, I feel like I have a bunch of things that I want to do. It's almost like nesting. Like I need to clean out the pantry and like put the appropriate foods in, make sure that I like have it. I don't want anybody to, you know, be looking for the foods that I can eat. Cause I feel like that's going to be key once post-surgery is like just having it all prepared and done and no question. I agree. I feel the same. Okay, I wasn't really sure how to start this podcast, and I really don't know how to end it. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's all. Let me just ask you one more question, you and then we'll make sure we wrap this up before an hour's up. <laughs> Courtney, yeah. When does your actual official like pre-surgery diet start? Is it like Monday? It starts on Monday. So okay. So what? What like meals are you going to have this weekend? Uh, okay. That like, we have a list. Is it like the last? <laughs> Not to say like the last supper because that sounds really horrible, but so this is the worst thing ever. I I have been like, all right, iced coffee, like give me iced coffee. That's what I want to drink. Um, Mm -hmm. but we have it planned out. So we're gonna go to a place here called Justine's Brasserie that makes like delicious steak and fries and just these like such good sauces to go with it. Um, apparently there's a vegetable sub sitting downstairs for me, but who knows? Subway did not have their act together. Uh, and then we also are going to have a mini Christmas dinner with like, we were talking about how we're going to make it. I hate food waste. Rob and I are just like, Austin, you know, is definitely a composting city. And we were like, so how do we make a, a two person portion of Christmas dinner? Because we're not going to want the leftovers. Like, I truly just want, like, a quarter of a cup of something. And then after that, like, what do we do with it? So um, make up some plates, share it with some friends. But uh, so we want that. And then I feel like you have to have a breakfast taco, right? Like, <laughs> the oh, breakfast good. tacos we had when you guys were here. I will have yes. one in your honor. Oh, those are so good. <laughs> so yes. good. Yes. <laughs> So I think that's it. And okay. then that's, those are, those sound pretty good to me. Yeah. Monday is the day and I am dedicated to like just a hundred percent following that diet and shrinking my liver to be tiny. <laughs> and you stopped drinking, right? Like you're not. Yeah. I haven't been drinking, drinking a lot this year in general. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm not going to miss it. Like I, I have definitely felt drinking this year being the heaviest I've truly ever been um when I drink I feel terrible uh, my stomach hurts my my truly I, I'm positive I can feel my liver like yelling at me so um not really drinking uh so I'm not gonna miss that but I will miss iced coffee <laughs> and Allison yeah. your surgery isn't until February so we probably have you know who knows 10 15 shows to talk about before you actually have yours but 
what are you looking forward to eating before you kind of have to be on your special diet? Yeah, great question. I mean, I so I definitely like super. I sort of just want to do all the things. I don't know. That's a terrible answer because I'm like, oh, just give me all the food, which is like why we're in this predicament in the first place. But um, yeah, I'm like super excited. We're gonna go to New Orleans and do the oyster thing. Um, I it'll be red meat that I can't have for six months. I don't know. Did they yeah. say that to you too? Red meat, and then they also said pork. Um, it's really tough. Yeah. Yeah, because it's super high in fat. Um, I've never really been a huge red meat eater, except now that I've done keto for over a year. I definitely appreciated a good steak. Um, so I think there'll be a really good steak meal in like the pre-op diet future, like before that happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's so true. You know, You're doing the same thing. Steak. Going from keto to this is just going to be, it's like no fat. <laughs> Right. Yeah. It's super fat. interesting. But then they're like, here, have some 1% milk. And I'm like, milk's back? Yogurt's back? What do you mean? <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true. I know. I haven't had yogurt in a really yeah. long time. Um, so yeah. And I think I might try to redo Thanksgiving just on a smaller scale because I feel like I sort of didn't do a great job. Yeah. The food wasn't that great. Oh, so I, I, made the, I made the stuffing and it's nothing like my mom's. I try so hard and it just tasted like, I don't know. It was like, instead of being real stuffing, it was just tasted like buttery egg crumb, uh, bread crumbs. <laughs> it was like, yeah, kind of crunchy, <laughs> not that great. So I failed. Okay. So I think this was a good first attempt. Yeah. And uh, let's see today. Like I said, today's Friday, December 10th. We'll try to do one of these next week. And the week of Christmas, before Christmas is, and then the following week is Courtney's surgery. It's on the calendar, so it's official, Courtney. It's happening. If it's on our calendar, there's, <laughs> it's going to happen. Happening. So <laughs> we'll see. Can't we'll wait to hear all about that. Here, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll definitely not have one of these probably the week of your surgery, but hopefully the week after, you'll be feeling up to it. But you know, whatever. Yeah. You can let us know about that. Guys, it could be the funniest podcast we've ever recorded. <laughs> we'll just do it like can we record it from the yeah, the room yeah. when you like the what is that called? When you're like recover the recovery. I'll just pass room? my mic over still to sort the of nurses little... who have been like dealing with the pandemic for two years and be like, what would you like to say to the audience? <laughs> be like, get out of my hospital. Right. <laughs> well, thank you guys. So before we go, let me just yeah, thank you. Before we go, let me just remind everyone it should be in our little uh cute thing that Courtney made, uh, the cover art, show but notes. All, yeah, our show notes. But if you want to talk to us, you want to be on this show, talk about what you're going through. Our email address is what I should have really <laughs> found that before I started this sentence. Shouldn't I have <laughs> our email address is no guts, no glory pod at outlook.com. So if you want to talk to us, that's how you can reach us. Love it. We'll eventually have an Instagram account. You know, but for now, I think the email is good enough, right? <laughs> Send us your question. <laughs> we'll see you next week. You it's almost later. an hour. Hey, we we can really talk when we want to. <laughs> bye. Yeah. Now. Okay. Say bye. 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 Allison and Courtney are not medical professionals. They are two friends on this journey together who want to share their experience with you for informational and entertainment purposes. While we do our best to try and make sure the information presented in this podcast is accurate and true, Allison and Courtney are not doctors. 
Always follow your doctor's instructions and advice first and foremost. Please consult a medical professional prior to starting any new diet or exercise program.